And welcome back, everyone, to the most listened to podcast in Monaco, The Lobster Fight. 35th episode, Shono. 35 and counting. And I'm sitting across you at a table right now. I can actually look you straight in your actual eyes instead of a screen. It's a weird feeling, isn't it? It actually is, yeah. And no no lag, no no few seconds of waiting until the sound arrives. <laughs> <laughs> kind of trying to stress about the fact that I can definitely tell your connection's lost now. I need to struggle to like keep a monologue with myself, make it listen and sound like it's a dialogue with you. It's just great to be yeah. here in presence. Fantastic. Fantastic to be back. Be back. And speaking of being back, everyone's slowly getting back out of summer holidays. Summer's slowly over. Responsibilities are calling. Freddie, do you have any responsibilities calling you? Uh, very few, mate, I think. There are very few that are time-based in terms of uh, after summer. They yeah. don't really change necessarily uh, due, due to that. Yet, uh, many thoughts are absolutely popping up. I think it's always a time when people, myself included, come back from a holiday time or season, uh, spend a lot of time doing um, exactly what they wanted to, where they wanted to, with who they wanted to, and coming back and trying to get into what is sort of a rhythm of an everyday. Uh, I think both and you and I are quite fortunate in the way that our rhythm might not be too framed. Yeah. Uh, as, for example, <clears throat> let's say you were uh, going to school every day or you had a, a job that is a nine-to-five kind of uh, constellation that demands you to be in an office space or something. can be very difficult, I personally imagine, from that point of view. Well, I mean, if you think about it, we used to have that. Yeah. This is the first year now after three years of... Yeah, make that uh, maybe, coming, coming, maybe at 20, 20 years, maybe, probably. Yeah, but then it was also a different feeling. There you're like, ah, summer's over. Ah, okay, now I need to figure something out. And then you choose your university, oftentimes, if you follow society as what we did there. Ah, uh, it's true. But now, I know a lot of people that we went to school with, they're now going back into university as of next week. University of yeah. Monaco starting, all around the world it's starting. And that means it's going back to responsibilities, getting back into, as you said, everyday rhythms. Yeah, and I remember how difficult that was, how difficult it was to just adjust for the first, like the first two weeks of getting up early, doing certain chores every day, not necessarily having the freedom to get up, jump and run around and do a backflip at 11 a.m. for as an example. But like... It's true. I, but in, in, a, in both ways, I think I am both intrigued not having it as well as kind of like a big question mark. Because if you do have that kind of framework, if you do have that kind of uh, chores, things you have to do throughout the day, at certain points of the day, you you get into this rhythm. Now, my personal um, instance, I, I don't have that right now. I need to figure out exactly what those lines of framework includes. And it's such an interesting time. And uh, the only reason why I'm now sitting down and proper analyzing it and thinking off of it is because my surroundings, many of friends <coughs> and family as well, uh, they're getting into their usual uh, habits. And so it it leaves you kind of like 
not on the outside, but sort of. Oh, you're just sitting there kind of watching. Yeah. That's exactly. what I feel. Like yeah. I, I see everyone being like, ah, I'm going to go do this, that, this, that. And it's like, I, I don't really have anything I need to do. And it's just because I got out of a full busy summer. And for me, it wasn't like, um, <clears throat> it wasn't where I could just go do anything I wanted. But now I'm in the point where I can do everything I want. And I see everyone going back to doing their things. And I'm like, I need to find something to do. What do I do with my time? I don't want to waste it. And I believe that's probably one of the biggest challenges for people that are in our situation. Of trying to figure out how not to waste their time. Because time can easily be wasted in a snap of a finger. That's true. That's true. Uh, for me, I I have certain times where I have that feeling by myself of wasting time, as you're saying. But I do also believe that you do need to have that bit of that waste of time to allow your mind freedom, space to think what's going on, what's next. Because I remember recalling the past month and a half or so, uh, spending time with different people uh, in different locations, basically on holiday. And there were very few points of time where I could find the relaxation, the freedom and the space to sit down with my mind and my thoughts and sort of um, bring it all together for some kind of answer to this big question mark that is what's going to happen now. And uh, I am personally now really enjoying the fact that with the, let's say, the frame of a normal day for my surrounding, I am forced to sit down with myself and 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 have these thoughts, realize what's going to happen. And and that I'm really enjoying. So in one way, it's wasted time. In another way, it's like time that you do need to waste to get to a certain point in your mind, in my in my option, in, in my belief. But you kind of do that actively, don't you? Yeah. Where you sit down and actually it's like, all right, I'm gonna just going to sit down, waste some time. But with, I don't want to say a certain goal, but you want to achieve something out of it. And that's how you felt that you didn't get to that answer because you didn't feel like you needed, you achieved that goal of getting that answer. Mm. By time wasting, I feel like it's more the sitting, like I, I catch myself doing it of sitting on the balcony on my phone and watching Instagram reels and just watching loads of fluffy cows jump around or weird things like that. <laughs> like I don't get really, I don't get a lot of answers out of that. <laughs> okay, I, I, I can see that. I can see that as a difference. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't have any fluffy cows flying around on my, on my Instagram. I, that's just probably the difference. <laughs> but I think mate, that uh, things take time and thoughts and realizations reflections they they take time they do take time they don't come from one day to the other now the reason why you feel that kind of perhaps you feel this waste of time and this like not a judgment but for you not maybe having figured it out is because you compare yourself with the surroundings this is what i can see from my side but what i've come to realize is that the reason why i feel not restless, but like maybe I don't have as many things going on as I 
could potentially have is because I judge myself on the surroundings, which are the people that I know mainly here. And many of them have something going on throughout the day. Now, that's all right. And I've just come to realize like quite recently that this path that you are on, you just have your own. I used to always find that so difficult with swimming. I recall my, my coach would always tell you when you go racing, you shouldn't look at the others around you. If you're swimming a 200 freestyle and a guy goes out first 50 meters, like two lengths ahead of you, you got another guy's one length behind you. If you're comparing yourself to the others right there, you're kind of in the middle. But the real goal is to get first at 200. Now, the 200-meter mark is uh, many years ahead in the future for us right now. And we might have just made the starting jump, the leap into the water. But it's so difficult because of our surroundings to have this kind of, this kind of view. I don't know if it's, if it's just me pitting myself, trying to think of this picture in my head. Hmm. But I do think it's the reality, mate. Yeah. No, it is. Absolutely. It's one of those things where I feel like it's, it's a lot, it's a lot easier to compare yourself than actually to compare yourself to others than comparing yourself to yourself and thinking of what you could do. I, I remember there was this quote, I don't remember where it was. Uh, it was in a Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. It was like, if, if you were to, if you had a film crew following you around to film your future success, what steps would you be doing every single day or action taken? But it films you taking, do it, going through all your challenges, all your ups and downs. However, the thing I took away from that quote is it's filming you. It's not filming someone else and comparing you to other people. It's filming you and seeing how you are dealing with everything through your challenges, how you're making each step after another at your own pace. And it's not a race because you're only really doing it against yourself. Yeah. I really like that. I really, really like that. I'm thinking also like a funny thought combined with that is just imagine that you had like a film crew running around you right now filming your, your entire day, what you're doing, what you're up to. And then spinning it into looking like you're doing something. You know, because that's the reality which you see in so many places with it being YouTube Instagram, TikTok to an extent. I don't know it personally myself, but this is the reality. Like, that's why when you look at that, you're like, wow. And if this was you and your life being filmed, I can guarantee you that there would be many people that would be like, wow, like this guy is doing a lot. He's really doing a lot. You wouldn't film you sitting in your balcony looking at fluffy guys from clouds flying around, you know? Other people do this as well. True. And um and I just think that it's 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 cool to have these reflections. Like right now, even recording, I'm reflecting on uh why my thoughts are on certain things in regards to this future present and the surroundings. And um and and I think that uh in terms of thoughts, something great is coming our way, mate. Big time. Big time. Because it's the first time. Imagine this. This is the first time where you'd have to actually sit down and, and think like this. 
for us personally and not being necessarily predestined to to do something like to finish your preschool, to finish then your high school. Okay, maybe you might have a year or two gap year before university or whatever. Yeah, true. We don't have that thing that's calling. Like now we have a piece of paper that says we're smart kids and we went to school. <laughs> yeah. now, you're, now you don't have to feel bad of not having that. Mm. It's not like you really need it nowadays, but it's like now we literally have every door on paper open to us. We can walk into every single one and try to fan- figure it out. I was just trying to figure out which one it is. Yeah. And uh, what I think actually is this, you got to just start knocking down a few of those doors. Yeah. I know some people are so fortunate or unfortunate, whether you, depending on what glasses you wear, that they at this point in their life had their future or had their pair of reins handed to them. In a certain way that you are either given uh, a certain direction, maybe from your family, maybe from your your friends or whatever, that this is what you're going to do now. Or you went to university to be exactly something, like yeah. being a doctor or a yeah, lawyer. Yeah, or this. Or this, exactly. Now, you and I are in a very fortunate slash unfortunate situation, depending on glasses. I prefer to see it as extremely fortunate. Uh And I believe you are very much the same. And that we can take on whichever reins that are passed on to us, that we choose to ride with. And that's the difficult part. That is the difficult part. And I don't actually know that many people around me that are in the exact same situation, neither back home, neither here. And um, so once again, the comparison becomes an issue, you know? Who do you compare yourself to? Exactly. You shouldn't. Yeah. And uh, the moment when you start to think about that and realize that uh, more and more and more, you, I, shouldn't say you, I, realize that I'm not, not doing anything. I had this funny chat with two pals last week before you got home at lunch. Um, cool dudes, our age entrepreneurial spirits uh, who are both actually very keen on having a potential appearance on the lobster fight. And uh, we sat down at lunch and we, we started speaking, you know, introducing ourselves. We'd, we'd spend the morning together filming some stuff uh, on the water. And uh, they start telling me what they're doing, these projects they've been going on for the last couple of years, what they want to do. And... Uh, And I'm just sitting there listening and I'm feeling like, wow, these guys really, they're really pushing towards something. They really are. They've, they've taken those reins hands on. And, uh, and they were like, so what do you do? And this is normally not a question which I am like uh, having any issue answering, dealing with or anything because I, but in that moment, I was like, Uh, uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, well, right now I'm on holiday, actually. Uh, now what then? Blah, blah. And like, I, I, I kind of like, uh, like my mind went completely locked. Couldn't figure out, okay, what are you actually doing for it? Like, what are these things that you've got going on for you? And the first thing that then popped up to my mind when I had done, 
had a few seconds was for example a podcast and this was so interesting to me because we've been going on for now 34 weeks and counting yeah now how many listeners are there how many viewers on on youtube stuff like that i don't personally too much care about that as of now uh podcast is a it's a it's a long tough game and you gotta get better at it you gotta keep recording it but these guys reaction to when i told them that we have a podcast together and what we are doing with it, what our passion with it is, and what our vision sort of is, they were like extremely mind blown. I'm like, wow, this is so cool. Wow, we've been wanting to do a podcast for years. And and I thought about you and I moving here three years, three and a half years ago. When it took us three years to start it as well. <laughs> that's it. That's it, you know. And, and I told these guys, like, I must be honest, boys, that... Um, my friend and I, Sean, we also spoke about this, having a podcast for quite some time without doing anything. Now, we actually did take that first fight, push the record button. It's been going on for some time now, and I'm absolutely loving it. And the fact is that they looked at me with such awe for having this thing, which is a podcast. Looking back at the podcast, I also think we've we've had some, I mean, we've had some cool guests on. Absolutely. That um, we've had, if you think about it, 34 unique episodes to an extent. Lots yeah. of thoughts. I don't know if they've helped anyone or, or not. They've helped me. Helped me definitely clear my mind. Yeah, exactly. And so if I would compare myself to them on their terms, I would look way behind. If they were to compare themselves on, for example, this term with me, they'd be miles behind as well. And um, that's why I think it's so important to just be inspired by others instead of comparing. Yeah. You and I are in a difficult timing right now where the comparison is clearly the majority of time spent. Um, but I think a, a way to get to get on with it is by surrounding yourself with inspiring people. And there, we are so fortunate. Extremely. I don't think... I don't want to compare ourselves to anyone else. However, I would say there's not many friend groups that you could compare to be as eager to do things and as motivated to just step ahead in life as our friend group and our friend groups brought like very broad in the sense that we don't do the same thing I don't. everyone does something completely different however everyone's very don't want to say similar to one another however everyone has one similarity and that's that is that they have a passion for what they do every single person that we know gets up in the morning and just goes and does it. It may be the right thing to do or not. It still goes up and does it. So true. And that's I think, is a big thing as well. It is. So I think for us, in our example, is to be inspired by that. Leave the comparison out. If other people are in a similar situation in their life where they're kind of like at a uh, crossroad, I, t- I used the word yesterday when we spoke crossroad as well. Yeah. And um, can't figure out which way you go. Be inspired by others, but don't compare the road ahead for you with others. And don't step your don't step into their footpaths. No. Then you're just chasing them. Take your own steps. Yeah. And the the chances of you overtaking people in their in whatever path they're going on, going the same path you'd be miles behind and there'd be no reason for it. 
And that's where I think many people, they often, fa- they have to have these failures as well. That they're trying to pursue something which others have only to realize like they're still way behind. Or maybe they get ahead and they're like, this is not me at all. So, note to myself, take that road that is the one with your name on it. Frederick, written like that in big glowy colors. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where exactly that road is about to leave, but uh, I do know that that road is going to be worth worth following. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Riding along with it, and um, so if if people do have their habituals all laid out in front of them in the coming month, quarter, half a year, year, or whatever, that's cool as well. That's super cool as well. You're also traveling on your own road there. Absolutely. Dear listener, just make sure not to compare yourself too much with others. Because it's just endless amount of energy that you're wasting on that. And uh, ultimately when you are and then not depending on age at a similar state in life as Sean and I, it will be more difficult if you've just followed the roads of others to then way off course and take another direction. Much, much more difficult. That's where I think you and I coming here, studying in Monaco, was super great. Because that was already the first little diversion of whatever tangent everyone else. Following the society we grew up in. Yeah, exactly. And gave us the possibility to think ahead of a different, a different life. Different every day, different goals, different view, viewpoints, different mentality, inspirations from peers around. Absolutely. And so do the best that you can to make sure that you either enjoy where you're at, following your road, changing the road perhaps, or figuring out what that next step is is going to be to make your road the best possible road riding. Green lights. Green lights. Have you still not read the book? Not yet, no. God damn it, I need this <laughs> reference, mate. I need this reference. I need to be able to make this reference. Okay, for the 36th episode, we're going to make that little <laughs> reference. So at least we can have it together. If you haven't read the book, guys, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, big suggestion. On that note, everyone, Thank you very much for tuning in this week for our first back together episode that we've had in over 10 weeks. 10 weeks is a ridiculous number. Uh, long time. <laughs> like that. Very long time. <laughs> but I am happy. I am happy, mate, for that. Super 100%. happy. So lots of positivity, guys, sending you on to your day. Over and out. Ciao.